0: All right. In today's episode, I have a special guest with me, Roger, who is on my team, uh, one of our senior strategists, a hilarious team member of ours, who actually also runs our daily huddle because he's so much fun.
1: <laughs> and
0: today we are talking about um, our a newish process that we've rolled out in our company called the sandbox testing process, which is what we've been doing to really dramatically cut cost per leads down in ads, and a lot of it came from a lot of Roger's experience and ideas that he actually brought to our team and it's worked across the board. So I wanted to bring him on to kind of share with you guys what that is uh, from a high level. So Roger, do you want to start and just like give people a quick summary of what it is? And then we can go into a little more detail and even talk about like examples of using it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so it's funny when you say newish, because all we're trying to do is bring uh, traditional copywriting, the stuff that's worked, the stuff that's worked in direct response for years, and how do we apply that on the Facebook ads platform? Um, and so, Figuring out how we prioritize certain elements of an ad, what things that we should test based on the metrics that we're seeing, um, and how do we move on from there. That has dramatically lowered the cost per lead for us in in, in many of our accounts, and also just provides us good direction on what messaging is resonating with our audience, what images are resonating with our audience, and that's the best way that we can create new creatives for, for our clients.
0: Yep. So basically this process added on we we added on a testing phase to all of mm-hmm. our campaigns now. So for example, if you run webinar ads before a live webinar for 7 days, we try and do it for 9 days before. Now so that we have 2 days of testing so that we can actually get the winning creative and the winning copy,
1: right? Absolutely. So what we're doing is we're looking at the uh the, the flow of an ad as a customer might see it as they're scrolling through their feed. So the first thing that we test is our headline. Uh, because that's our that's our messaging that's what's going to drive our acquisitions so as someone is scrolling through their feed and they see a headline that resonates with them whether that goes below the creative or sometimes we put that headline uh, up in the above the fold copy or even just right at the bottom right before they click that's going to be the messaging that drives the acquisition so that's the first thing that we want to test the second thing that we test is the is the body copy itself so if someone's scrolling through they see a messaging that relates to them they know, and we know that that's what's going to drive the acquisitions, then, then we have to say, okay, are they going to read that? And then say, hey, that, that resonates with me. I'm going to read what else they got going on in this ad. And we look at some metrics to really determine, are they reading through that ad or does that resonate with them? Um, so to get them to click over to our landing page and eventually to, to either make a purchase or, or uh, become a lead. So that's the, that's the body copy part of it. And the third thing is really just the, the image the, or, or the video that we use to create it. That's what's going to make it pop. I wouldn't say that an image or a video would ever drive a sale or, or whatever in, it, in and of itself drive an acquisition of any kind. But I would say that that's what's going to get people to stop. So once you have your messaging that's working, once you have your headline that's working, and then the uh, the body copy, which talks more about the pain points that are going on uh, for your customer. Once you have that dialed in, but you say, hey, I really think that we can lower the leads here. I really think we can lower the sales here. That's when we switch up the creative um, to get more eyeballs on that ad.
0: Awesome. So let's give them just like a, a overview of what we're doing. So first we're starting with the headline and testing, mm-hmm. right? And we And the key is that you keep all the other variables the same. So- same audience, and you're just testing the different headlines first. Correct. And then next, what do you normally do?
1: Next, we'll, we'll save the headline that's working best, and then we'll apply that with uh, two or three different body copies. And it's important that we – we don't want to just kind of change up a couple of words in the body copy. We're changing the messaging. We're changing, we're going from someone who may be um, completely unaware that they, that they have a problem or someone that knows they have a problem um, and is looking for the right solution. So, so it's important that we're not just kind of tweaking emojis or tweaking words here. We want to develop mm. an entirely different messaging for entirely different avatars and see which one we can find for, uh, for that, for, for that audience that we're testing. And that's another important point to remember too, is sometimes we'll find messaging, hey, it works for this audience, but not for this audience as well. So it's important to also remember uh, who that audience that you're targeting is. And then once we've locked in on on the messaging that works uh, the most across the board, that's when we start testing out uh, a different image or different different video. And so we'll usually put about two or three to just to get to, to total specifics, two or three ads Uh, in one ad set to about 30 different audiences because you know one of the main concerns when you put ads multiple ads into one ad set is well what if Facebook doesn't give all the spend to one what if it favors the other and that's why it's always important to have uh, a a myriad I'll just put it that way (laughs) of ad sets in different audiences so that Facebook has the time to uh, to look at all the different audiences to 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 give the spend to the to the ads and we can we can most fairly come up with a uh, with a control
0: yeah Awesome. And, and so let's go into like some examples of when we started rolling this out to the ads managers implementing this of like what it did for results for clients.
1: Sure. Okay. So I'm thinking of one in particular who is running a course on uh, how to, how to take your yoga studio online. Um, so they sell, they sell a product, a software, but, but mainly the point is they're, they're, they're reaching out to yoga instructors and fitness instructors, uh, that want to have a wider reach. Um, they want to get their, their studio on online courses or maybe live streaming or something like that. And so, um, we wanted to figure out how to best resonate with them. And so we tried a few different, um, headlines that some of them were a little more, um, esoteric where it was, Hey, you know, impact in, you know, create, create a great impact in the world. Um, but then we compared that with step-by-step guide to creating Mm -hmm. a virtual wellness studio. Um, which we also compared with, um, you know, something that's more of a business opportunity where someone who doesn't have a studio can, can launch a studio out of their own home. So Mm -hmm. three different people, someone who's a little more, um, um, spiritual minded. And then we had someone who just wants the nuts and bolts. Like I already have, you know, a studio. I just want to know how do I get this thing running? Yeah. Uh, and then someone who like, I don't have a business, but I've always been interested in yoga. How can I turn that into a business? Three completely different avatars. Um, when we started with the creative, that the client had given to us, the CPLs were, you know, $13, $14. Uh, we've gotten those all the way back down to 2 or $3 from this, from this aggressive testing. Uh, but the most important part about that is that we were able to find messaging that not only got the low CPLs, but also resulted in sales. So yes. it's important to remember, as, those, uh, as we raise the budget, the CPA will increase. the The cost for those leads will increase. So it's important for us to say, okay, we know who we're talking to. We know the right customer. Now let's figure out how do we change up the creative to get those cost per leads back down.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think the biggest thing with this is that people don't give time for this testing and also you don't know what's going to work and the numbers are what we're always looking at and I think that's so important because you could even have, you know, where we've had a client who's like, I know that this is what will work. Like, here's here's the creative and then we just test it against various things and we can sometimes prove differently for that and so it's mm-hmm. so important to go through this testing phase and I'd argue that a lot of people and also other, you know, ad companies and marketing companies lack testing because whenever I've gone into accounts like that we've taken over, it's like five ad sets or something right in a campaign and this is like aggressive testing and, and no room for not testing something and I think that's why this works so well. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, back when I was in uh, retail, too, they would always tell us, don't fall in love with your product, because the thing that you love to sell the most, like, it's, it may, it's always going to be the thing that doesn't resonate. And, and it's the same thing here. We'll have a, a headline or a body copy where we're like, "Ah, oh, we know this is what's going to do it. Like, but we have to test because you'll be surprised at, at what's working, what's, what's reaching the audience um, best
0: yeah yeah and and the numbers are everything right like that's mm-hmm. what you make decisions on always with everything in marketing marketing is numbers. yeah we
1: got metrics for to know how our headline is performing we have metrics for how our body copy is performing metrics for how our image is performing metrics over. yeah so we can always look at that and take a step back and say okay here's what we need to tweak based on the numbers
0: awesome so and then we do this process like to start out any new campaign to a funnel mm-hmm. right do we you also do this process if something stops converting and we need to go back and test new messaging correct
1: yeah absolutely it's ongoing and and so the actual details of how we do it may differ for client to client or for the time that something's been alive but yeah at anytime something is we start to see a lack in performance um we just want to we look at the numbers we say okay what is what needs the tweaking is it the image is it the landing page even or is is our you know conversion from outbound clicks to conversion on the landing page suffering. How, how, how do we best tweak that? So, so we'll just go back in, we launch out our ad sets, we launch out our testing with our strongest audiences with this new element, see what, see what sticks, turn off what doesn't and, and scale what does. Um, and we never just kind of throw stuff out there and then, and then say, okay, I think we have something, we turn everything off and then we go try to, like, no, it's yeah. whatever's sticking. So if I have five different ad sets that have five different images, they're all in KPI, they're all performing. Hey, yep. leave them on. That's a good day for me because we can yeah. scale them up.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. And honestly, I've watched, so we have three senior strategists. Roger is one of them and he definitely manages some of our biggest ad spend accounts in the company. And Roger's skill set in the way that he looks at ads has made it so that we can scale those really fast I mean, we just had one come in brand new and within a month We just announced on the huddles that five thousand dollars a day spend. I mean that doesn't happen unless you can be aggressive and I think one thing that people really lack when they either either an a marketing company or an individual is time to put into this testing because it's like so much just work and labor to like load all the ad sets and duplicate them and do all the testing and like it's aggressive. Um, And I think a lot of companies don't put that amount of time into an account or an individual thinks they can run their own ads and can't put that time in. But I've seen firsthand like you come into the company now. Roger's only been here 90 days and he's like such a rock star. But you come into the company and take some of our biggest ad spend accounts and like Kill it with all of them. I mean, basically, if the funnel is working and the product sells, like an account does well under Rogers' roster because you can't go wrong with this method because you, you know, you will find a winning ad at some point. Like it might take two days, it might take four days, it might take a week of different messaging, but you will find it at some point and it will convert. And I think that's like something that's been a core value of mine always is like marketing always works. It's just a matter of when and do you have the patience to test enough things to get it there?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And just, if I can just quickly summarize, cause I know we talked a lot about, you know, numbers and getting into the details in the middle there, but I just want to remind people like when you're testing things out, just remember, Hey, your headline, that's the thing that's going to drive your acquisition. If, if you're satisfied with the acquisitions and you just want to lower the cost per lead, look at your, look at your image and your video as, as what's being tested next.
0: Yeah. Do you have any, like, I don't know, you may not even have an answer to this, but like any headlines that you're seeing across the board, like types of messaging that seems to always win.
1: Yeah, so I I like to keep in in the headline where you mention um, what you what you have, so a uh, seven steps or a a checklist or um, a, a guide that does this that helps you get to this certain point, point. Um, and then in the body copy you start talking about what pains are eliminated by doing that. So um, if you have a, a seven proven steps to creating an online course, then in the body copy, you would talk about how you don't really need a lot of followers, how you don't really need um, uh, to spend a lot of money on, on advertising, how you don't really need to be an, a huge expert in your field to do this. So I would kind of just plainly put out the, the what, what, what you're doing, what it, what it provides for you in the headline, and then in the messaging, the pain points that are eliminated.
0: Awesome. That is super helpful. Well, thank you so much for coming on with me. And Roger is so brilliant and so fun to watch. He's also a hilarious person. That's why he runs our huddle. Our entire team loves him. And, but also just an amazing strategist that I'm so honored to have on our team and working with our clients. So thanks for taking the time to walk through this with me, Roger.
1: Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Super yeah.
0: Fun. And if you guys want to work with team Hirsch and work with Roger specifically under his team with your big ad spend and scaling and testing, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with us. Thanks for tuning in guys. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies